Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the Wikipedia page for Chewbacca defense. It's hard to believe that this term started in a cartoon is becoming actual legalese. You're listening to the podcast where we read Wikipedia articles every day and provide commentary. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and consider donating at patreon.com slash wikilistenpodcast so we can continue to create this show. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at wikilisten and at wikilisten.com. Welcome to Wikilisten. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. Oh, I was trying to do a Chewbacca sound. I can't do it. How do you do? Uh, It doesn't matter. Chewbacca defense. In a jury trial, a Chewbacca defense is a legal strategy in which a criminal defense lawyer tries to confuse the jury rather than refute the case of the prosecutor. It is an intentional distraction or obfuscation. As a Chewbacca defense distracts and misleads, it is an example of a red herring. It is also an example of an irrelevant conclusion, a type of informal fallacy in which one making an argument fails to address the issue in question. Often, an opposing counsel can legally object to such arguments by declaring them irrelevant, character evidence, or argumentative. The name Chewbacca defense comes from Chef Aid, an episode of the American animated series South Park. The episode, which premiered on October 7, 1998, satirizes the O.J. Simpson murder trial 
particularly attorney Johnny Cochran's closing argument for the defense. In the episode, Cochran bases his argument on a false premise about the 1983 film Return of the Jedi. He asks the jury why a Wookiee like Chewbacca would want to live on Endor with the much smaller Ewoks when it does not make sense. He argues that if Chewbacca living on Endor does not make sense, and even if mentioning Chewbacca in the case does not make sense, then the jury must acquit. In the Simpson murder trial, the real Johnny Cochran tried to convince jurors that a glove found at the crime scene alleged to have been left by the killer could not be Simpson's because it did not fit Simpson's hand. Because the prosecution relied on the glove as evidence of Simpson's presence at the scene, Cochran argued that the lack of fit proved Simpson's innocence. It makes no sense. It doesn't fit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit was a refrain that Cochran also used in response to other points of the case. Logic checks out. Origin. In the episode, the character of Chef contacts a major record company executive seeking to have his name credited as the composer of a fictional Alanis Morissette hit called Stinky Britches. Chef's claim is substantiated by a 20-year-old recording of Chef performing the song. The record company refuses and hires Johnny Cochran, who files a lawsuit against Chef for harassment in court. Cochran resorts to his famous Chewbacca defense, which he used during the Simpson trial. According to Chef's lawyer, Gerald Broflovsky, although Broflovsky uses logic, reasoning, and the fact that Chef properly copyrighted his work, Cochran counters with the following. I want to be Cochran. Can you be Gerald? Fine. Cochran. Ladies and gentlemen of this supposed jury, I have one final thing I want you to consider, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chewbacca. Chewbacca is a Wookiee from the planet Kashyyyk, but Chewbacca lives on the planet Endor. Now think about it. That does not make sense. Gerald Bruflovsky. Damn it, he's using the Chewbacca defense. (laughs) Cochran. Why would a Wookiee, an eight-foot-tall Wookiee, want to live on Endor with a bunch of two-foot-tall Ewoks? That does not make sense. But more important, you have to ask yourself, what does this have to do with this case? Nothing, ladies and gentlemen. It has nothing to do with this case. It does not make sense. Look at me. I'm a lawyer defending a major record company, and I'm talking about Chewbacca. Does that make sense? Ladies and gentlemen, I am not making any sense. None of this makes sense. And so you have to remember, when you're in that jury room deliberating and conjugating, the Emancipation Proclamation, does it make sense? No, ladies and gentlemen of this supposed jury, it does not make sense. If Chewbacca lives on Endor, you must acquit. The defense rests. <laughs> the statement is a parody of Cochran's closing arguments in the O.J. Simpson murder case where he said to the jury, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. He was referring to a courtroom demonstration in which Simpson appeared unable to put on a pair of bloody leather gloves found at the murder scene at his house over the medical gloves he was wearing. In the episode... Cochran's defense is successful. The jury finds Chef guilty of harassing a major record label, after which the judge sets his punishment as either a $2 million fine to be paid within 24 hours or, failing that, four years in prison. The judge initially sentences him to 8 million years before being corrected by a court officer. Ultimately, a Chef Aid benefit concert is organized to raise money for Chef to hire Cochran for his own lawsuit against the record company. 
At the concert, Cochran has a change of heart and offers to represent Chef Pro Bono. He again successfully uses the Chewbacca defense, this time to defeat the record company and force them to acknowledge Chef's authorship of their song. In the second use of the Chewbacca defense, he ends by taking out a monkey puppet and shouting, Here, look at the monkey, look at the silly monkey, causing a juror's head to explode. (laughs) Use. The Associated Press obituary for Cochran mentioned the Chewbacca defense parody as one of the ways in which the attorney had entered pop culture. Criminologist Thomas O'Connor said that when DNA evidence shows inclusion, that is, does not exonerate a client by exclusion from the DNA sample provided, about the only thing you can do is attack the lab for its lack of quality assurance and proficiency testing or use a Chewbacca defense and try to razzle-dazzle the jury about how complex and complicated the other side's evidence or probability estimates are. Forensic scientist Aaron Keneally has argued that court challenges to digital evidence frequently use the Chewbacca defense by presenting multiple alternative explanations of forensic evidence obtained from computers and internet providers to confuse the jury into reasonable doubt. Keneally also provides methods that can be used to rebut a Chewbacca defense. Keneally and colleague Anjali Swinton have presented this topic before the Florida State Court System and at the 2005 American Academy of Forensic Sciences annual meeting. The term has also seen use in political commentary. Ellis Weiner wrote in the Huffington Post that Dinesh D'Souza was using the Chewbacca defense in criticism of then-new Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, defining it as when someone asserts his claim by saying something so patently nonsensical that the listener's brain shuts down completely. Jay Heinrich's book, Thank You for Arguing, states that the term Chewbacca defense is sneaking into the lexicon as another name for the red herring fallacy. I love that book. The term was used by Paul Krugman, who wrote in the New York Times that John Taylor is using the Chewbacca defense as a seemingly last option for defending his hawkish monetary policy position after years of publicly stating that quantitative easing would lead to a major acceleration of inflation. Analysis by Lawyers John Gilliland of The Legal Geeks states in their blog that a judge likely would say, I have a bad feeling about this and possibly declare a mistrial if such an argument was made in court. Gilliland continued, A party successfully using the Chewbacca defense to confuse the jury into engaging in jury nullification in a civil lawsuit runs the risk of the losing party winning on a judgment notwithstanding the verdict, JNOV. In Chef's case, the copyright violation should have entitled him to a judgment as a matter of law. I just think it's really funny that it's becoming a a legal term, the Chewbacca defense is like a, from a, a cartoon is now uh, becoming an actual legal term. That's pretty amazing. South Park is just iconic like that. Really? This has been the Wikipedia page for Chewbacca defense. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. To support the show, go to patreon.com slash podcast and find us on social media at Wikilisten and at wikilisten.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.